So we don't have an intro. No intro. And we're not drunk enough yet to come up with a good one, so... Nope, no intro. I guess just welcome yeah. to uh, Astonishing Alcoholics. Yeah, uh, you may notice that this week's episode is a little different. We're missing uh, one or two key ingredients, uh, mostly Link's MacBook Pro. Uh, being the yeah. the important yeah. the important piece. We have an analog to that. Yeah. Uh he is in as we speak conducting the first ever uh uh AA meeting, global outreach program. Yeah, global outreach AA. program with uh, our listener over in Ireland. Ooh. So if you're there, big shout out to Yeah, first sure ever first ever meetup. <laughs> totally unknown. Uh didn't say anything about it, but he's there. Yeah. there, which means uh, me and Andrew have the reins, which uh, I guess we should apologize for now. Yep, definitely. Just unhinged madness. The uh, the editing quality will be... TBD. Yeah, we haven't decided yet. Yeah. If this even makes it out, mm. we'll see. Indeed. Yeah. This Indeed. is attempt number two. Attempt number two, yeah. yes. <laughs> um, but hopefully a better attempt. Yeah. Yeah, at least the editing. Do uh, you wanna you wanna tell them what we're drinking here? It's one of my favorite drinks. Yeah, uh, it is National Margarita Day, or it was when we first recorded. So, yes, yes. Uh, we're continuing the trend. We're drinking a margarita. More uh, tequila. Yeah, more tequila. We're keeping it going. Hooray! Uh, we got the old Jose Cuervo and its uh, partner Jose Cuervo margarita mix, both on the rocks today. Yeah. Yeah. For speed. For speed, yeah, yeah, quick consumption. Yeah, you don't want you don't want to slow it down with uh, the iced <laughs> the iced portion. Yeah, the blender takes time; it's loud. Um, we we came up with our own special topic today, mm-hmm. and we based the drink off of National Margarita Day, but has nothing to do with the topic. Yeah, has nothing to do with the topic, or maybe it does. Mm, you'll find. But uh, in the future, if they have special topics or drink suggestions, where uh, where could they? Where can they let us know? Yeah. Uh, if you want to send drink suggestions, special topics, both, we certainly could use the help. Uh, you can send it to astonishingalcoholics at gmail.com. You can also visit our Facebook page, comment on Instagram. Instagram's uh, astonishing underscore alcoholics. Uh, but we're always uh, welcome, welcoming to your suggestions. Yeah, we're also accepting applications for a new showrunner and editor. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. In case Link doesn't make it back. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Qualifications are don't delete the podcast. Yeah, that's pretty much it. As long as you cannot delete the podcast after it's been recorded, then yeah. uh, and remember the passwords. And remember the passwords, which is a challenge. That is true. Then yeah. uh, you're pretty much qualified. <laughs> um, I guess we got to do pull pass as it is the favorite segment. Yeah, I think we have to. Um, you uh, do, do you have the uh, the script up there? The uh, uh, Listerino? I don't. Okay, okay. My phone, so well, so I'll, 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 I'll pass this over to you. Oh, all right, yeah. Uh, why, don't, why don't you read me... Tradition shows. You go first. What, uh, what's coming out, or what came out this week, uh, from Marvel? Yeah, I think I can handle that. Uh, we got Amazing Spider-Man. Pull. Avengers. Pass. Black Panther. Pull. Captain America, Steve Rogers. Definitely pull, and we'll talk more later. All right. Deadpool the Duck. Pass. Electra, number one. It was a fraction away from being my winner of the week. Uh, definitely pull that. It's good. That's, I'm excited to hear we beat it out, but I know you're looking forward to that. Extraordinary X-Men. Ooh, hold on. Let me review the game tip. I don't <laughs> want to be confused. Someone's magic on the cover. Oh, yeah. Unless you're the biz- biggest magic fan of all time, you're going to want to pass this. Yeah. If you are the biggest magic fan of all time, probably yeah. still pass it. <laughs> it was very boring. Yes. Uh, Ghost Rider. Uh, pass. 
Great Lakes Avengers. Did, did I mark what number they're on now? Uh, number five. <laughs> That's I no words. No words. No words. The I, fact that they made it to they five shouldn't is be shocking. on five. Yeah. Pass. Uh, Hulk. Uh, pass. Infamous Iron Man. Pull for sure. Uh, okay, absolutely agree. The uh, crowd favorite as well. IVX. Uh, definitely pull. It's on issue five of mm-hmm. six, I believe. So yep. it's still going strong. Yeah, and it's coming coming close. Uh, Mighty Captain Marvel. Who the first one? I read the zero issue, and I read issue one, and both were pretty great. Mm-hmm. Issue two took a steep decline, so That's I'm gonna say pass on issue two. Okay, well, hopefully, uh, picks back up again. Rocket Raccoon, pass. Scarlet Witch, pass. Spider Gwen. Uh, I mean, yeah, obviously yeah, it has Gwen in it. So uh, yeah. yeah, and Spider, so pull. True. Spider-Man Deadpool. Uh, you know, it sounds like it's been a, a good ride so far, so pull. Yeah, this week was a good issue. Spider-Woman. Pass. Thanos. Pass. Thunderbolts. Pass. Uncanny Avengers. Pass. Ooh, a good week for Marvel. Couple, couple weak shots, but a, just certainly a, a good uh, picking. Sure. As we only have one script right now, uh, yeah. you can pass it back over here. Um, I will read you what comes out or what came out for DC. Yeah. And I won't make any up. Oh. So. Always appreciated. Action Comics. Pull. Astro City. Pass. Batgirl. Mm, You've been reading that one. Yeah, and and she's still doing Penguin's Kid. So so pull. Yep. As long as that's happening, keep keep (laughs) at it. Batman 66 meets Wonder Woman 77. Pass. Batman Beyond. Pull. Blue Beetle. Mm, still fighting Black Beetle. Pass. Clean Room. Pass. Deathstroke. Pass. Detective Comics. Pull. Flash. Pull. Frostbite. Pass. Future Quest. Oh, yeah, that's with Johnny Quest and uh, Space Ghost. I haven't read it. It's like, what, 10 issues in now? I, I still maintain that if they would call it, if they would just say, yo, this is Johnny Quest and Space Ghost... More, more people would pick it Space up. Space Ghost, Johnny Quest, team up. Yeah, a- anything. Because like yeah. when I see Future Quest, I don't even. I, just, I don't even. <laughs> so until they change the title, pass. That's what I'm requesting. All right. Uh Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. Pull. Hellblazer. Pass. Justice League of America. Pass. How is that different than Justice League? Uh, this is the one with like Lobo and Killer Frost. Okay, this is the one that was okay, made okay. after the uh, yeah, Justice League yeah, yeah, Suicide yeah, Squad yeah. event. Okay, gotcha. Commandi Challenge number two. You said you were going to not make it. I didn't case. make this one up, I uh, promise. Yeah. Pass. And I didn't make this next one up. <laughs> Scooby-Doo Team-Up. Oh, no. Pass. Suicide Squad. Pass. Supergirl being super. I'm enjoying it. Uh, this is the second issue. Uh, it kind of reminds me of the uh, Secret Identity Superman comic you suggested to me a little while ago. Which is, uh, which is pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's certainly, I don't think it's on the same level, um, mm-hmm. but it's nice to have that kind of story of the, the coming of age, the growing up with the powers thing. I thought it was pretty cool. Was that at all like the TV show? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, good. Well, then I may like it. Yeah. <laughs> Teen Titans, number five. Pull. Cool. And I always have to ask, because I can't keep the two series separate. Is this the one where Kid Flash is on Mars? No, 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 but it, it could be the next one. So Is that Teen Titans or Titans? Uh, Kid Flash is in Teen Titans, okay. unfortunately. So Teen Titans number six, theoretically, he may be on Mars. It could be. Who okay. Knows? okay. Yeah. Dr. Mayhem does what he wants. Or maybe Dr. Mayhem. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Yeah. Don't, don't go. We can't speculate. Wonder Woman 
number 17. Oh, pass. That, uh, that rounds out the two big players. Um, yeah. Continue with our indie section as well that we've started. Um, I've got two to shout out, and then uh, I think you also have a couple. Yeah. But curse words, if you remember our good friend... Uh, Wizardo. Wizardo, yeah. that Link was very into a couple weeks ago. Uh, issue 2 comes out, mm-hmm. and it's got some kind of giant fat demon centaur on the cover. It's him, yeah. Yeah, so uh, so centaur. more more of the same, more of that classic <laughs> curse words that we all, yeah. all know and love. Yeah. Uh, and then I also picked up, I assure you it's here, yeah. Sun Bakery, number one, from Image. Yeah, the art is so cool. It's super cool. It's an anthology comic series. It's going to have four, you know, quick segments of a story, mm-hmm. four separate stories each issue. One of them stars Samus. One of them is essentially Samus in every sense like of the even, word. Even the ship looks like her. The her ship, ship, yeah, the, the armor. Like, it is basically Samus. Um, you got another one with Samurai Girls. It's looking very Scott Pilgrim-esque in yeah. the art. Um, but yeah, no, it was just the art was super cool. Um and I enjoyed it. So Sun Bakery. I wonder is that cool. how every issue we can expect every issue to be? That's what that's what it was saying. That it will always be the the writer was basically said I I'm too ADD to ever sit down and write a complete issue for one story. Yeah. So I'd rather just do a segment of four different stories every week. That's pretty. And cool. so I think next week we'll continue what we saw in this, mm-hmm. but it'll just be little quick segments of the stories that we started in this one. That's kind of an interesting way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Do uh, you want me to pass this back over in case you uh, have forgotten <laughs> the two that you mentioned My to face. me? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I, on behalf of Link, wanted to shout out uh, Jim Henson's Power of the Dark Crystal, um, based off starring Kermit the Frog, <laughs> the creator of Kermit the Frog. Who it's knows? his ascension to power. That's his yeah. ascension. Oh, that's to power. how it is. That's how yeah. it becomes the the evil Kermit in the hood. Yes. Um, the art looked really, really cool. I'd seen the movie so long ago. Link had never seen it, so to him, it had like this extra wow factor. He went um, in fresh. He had no idea. Yeah, he had no idea about it. He, he really, probably really went really in looking it. for Kermit. That's true. And came yeah, out. he saw Jim Henson. And he was like, "Oh, yeah. all right, let's go Maryland." Yeah. Uh, um, and my personal pick for for indies this week was actually Belfry. It's a one shot. Ooh. Uh, written and drawn by Gabriel Hardman. Wow. Uh, it's kind so, of interesting. So one guy, one man show. Yeah, he did the whole thing. Wow. Um, he he's done some horror stuff before, but is it is uh, the art is phenomenal. There's not a lot of dialogue, so you're you're coming into like the site of a plane crash, and you see what looks like the man bat from the Batman animated series, but as a woman, and there's also like male versions of it too, uh, and you see sort of what goes on in this in this forest after this crash. Very, very cool art. Definitely um, worth checking out, I think. Yeah. I heard Man Bat, so... You see, you're on board. Yeah, that sounds fine. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds okay. <laughs> um, well, I, I still move that we uh, we rename that section Image, because was everything Image? Everything was Image, Everything yeah. was Image. Yeah, yeah. unless Power Rangers comes out so far, which is the only non-Image comic yeah. I think we've seen. Maybe um, maybe, uh, maybe I just grab a, a non-Image comic next week. just for Yeah, the I mean, you have Boom, you have Dark Horse. Well, I'm not grabbing Boom, because it's the only one I know is Power Rangers. So. And so far, they're off to a uh, stellar yeah, start. Not, that's not yeah. going to happen. That's maybe, okay. maybe, one, maybe, day, uh, one day. Maybe I'll write my own comic next week, <laughs> and we, we, we talk about that. We'll see how that goes. Um, I guess you, you want to kick us off here. You... Uh, what do you got? What do you got for your pick of the week that you're bringing to the table here? 
Uh, I, I got to say, I'm not excited at all for it when I saw what you were picking. I know, I know. And I know you have this deep-seated hatred for this character. Yeah. Um, but I picked up Action Comics, number 974. Almost so a thousand. Almost a thousand. They did the whole renumbering to go back to the originals just so they get to a thousand before Marvel, um, which they probably would have done anyway. If, but. We, uh, if we make it uh, to a thousand, we'll have to do a special episode. Oh, for sure. Yeah, unless it sucks, in which case we'll just... Well, no, I can almost guarantee that it will. It's going to be like a deluxe super extended It's probably going to be about $1,000. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, so the, the reason I picked Action Comics, Superman has been okay as far as his solo series goes, and yeah. Action Comics has been a mix of sort of the adventures of Lois and like what she's going through as pretending to be... This universe is Lois. Oh, that's what I that's what I come to my Superman comics for. Oh yeah, confusion and time Don't travel. About and, Lois like, uh, yeah, it's uh, this gets your fill. Good, good. But uh, it starts out so I guess a little bit of backstory for you. The New Fifty Two universe Superman died during the Dark Side War. Um, he exploded. Yeah. One of my like, favorite parts yeah. of the of the new Fifty Two. You, you did mention multiple that times and Batman. How much you enjoyed that it. and yeah. Batman. Batman, Court of Owls, all that, of course. And but in, Superman exploding. That was okay too. A strong number two yes, for Andrew. Yes. Um, during that explosion, uh, he basically just turned to ash. But he sort of irradiated uh, La, Lana Lang and Lois. That that universe is Lana Lang and Lois Lane. Okay, and, it's all coming back to me now. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they got superpowers. Uh, Lana Lang effectively turned into like the equivalent of Superman Red, if you remember. After his resurrection, he became this electric Superman. Yes, Electric Boogaloo. It's electric, all coming electric back. Electric Boogaloo Superman. Superman 2 Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> That's Lana Lane. Okay, I'm on and board. I'm he, on board. He split in half and yes. he split into Superman Red and Superman yes. Blue. Kind of gimmicky, but it was, you know, it was different. Um, he eventually became Superman again. But that universe Superman that we grew up with, that was the one that died and came back and all that. He has been transported to the New 52 universe with his Lois Lane and his son in tow. Okay, okay. Um, so they've been sort of living... That's OG Superman. This is OG Superman, okay, yeah. Okay, um, So they've been living kind of undercover as the Smiths back in Kansas, um, just on the Kent farm. I guess yeah. nobody has made that connection. Sure. Um, so his son's actually named John Smith, which is kind of funny. Yeah, that's but, nice. uh Anyway, so the scene starts out that way with Steel coming, because I guess he has a romantic relationship with Lana Lang, and he's saying she's wow. dying. So they fly to the fortress. Hopefully there's some sort of uh, technology there that can help save her. Superman has an idea, and he throws her body into the Kryptonian war suit because it has a regeneration chamber. Okay, okay. Which is what helped save him when he came back to life. Uh-huh. Um, so it helps stabilize her and everything, but the side story you see is Lois Lane dealing with this mysterious Clark Kent that appeared shortly after the New 52 Superman exploded. So there's a Clark Kent, but there's also OG Superman. Yeah. There's two separate... Exactly. Guys, okay. And this Clark Kent is totally normal. He has no powers that we know of. He's clumsy. He can get hurt. He actually broke his arm in uh, one of the first episodes. Um, so he just kind of sucks, and he has none of the benefits. Exactly. But, like, Batman put him through a lie detector test, and he passed. Okay. Superman took him to the fortress, and they analyzed his memories. And, like, there was... It was completely parallel, right? They went to the same college. They had the same grades. They had the same experiences. But wow. anything related to Superman no wasn't connection. there. No yeah, connection. so instead of him arriving by uh, his rocket ship, uh, this Clark Kent was adopted by the Kents because his parents died in an explosion. Oh. So, like, they lead to the same path, but different things trigger those events. Okay. Um, 
So he decides to show up and take Lois Lane out to a dinner. She agreed because she wants to find out more about him. Yeah, she wants to investigate. Yeah. So he gets a limo. He's treating her well and fancy. And then he decides to just, like, propose to her in, like, total Ted Mosby fashion. Yeah, because he's a total weirdo. Yeah. And this I, is the first time he's ever met her, as far as we know, right? Well, no, they've interacted before because he, for all intents and purposes, thinks she's this world's Lois Lane. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And so he tells her, you know, we're fated to be together. And inside her head, she's thinking, like, how could he know this? Like, what's going sure. on? Um, so she leaves, she calls a taxi, he has the limo follow the taxi, and God. in one of those scenes that's like total anime, he yeah. just looks up and his glasses just go like white, yeah, yeah, as like yeah. any evil character so in anime So he's for does. sure evil. Yeah. And so he's following her, and then you see the scene again with uh, Clark, or uh, I'm sorry, Superman, Steel, and Lana at the fortress, then it pans back to the Kent residence where John, Lois, and OG Superman are yeah. having dinner as a family. Uh, asking about, you know, the mundane stuff about families, like, how are you, and, you know, pretending to care during dinner. Um, and then it you sort of see through the window that Clark is watching, and he says, like, out loud, he's like, oh, that boy isn't your cousin's kid, he's yours, and he's yours with somebody who looks exactly like me. Oh, my God. And he's like, it's coming back to me, like, you took everything away from me. And he's talking to himself, because he's crazy at this point. Um, and then the last scene is him just... It's stupid, but he's saying, well, if, if, if fun is what you want, then fun is what you'll get. So I'm really curious to see what happens with it. And one of the reasons is because the cover is Superman, yeah. OG Superman, fighting Clark. Yeah. But around Clark, you see this blue electricity. Yeah. So I'm wondering if they're going to bring back a Superman blue type those are Those are the same powers that Lana... Has. has exactly but one of the things that that makes this argument kind of almost valid is that when superman had the electric powers powers he could turn them off uh. and become normal and he could get hurt and he in fact lost all his superhuman he lost everything about being superman huh. when he could turn the powers off why well, that, that seems less that doesn't seem so great yeah, exactly. So, like, it's kind of like, okay, well, this Clark Kent can get hurt because his powers weren't on. Maybe uh, they activate. He didn't know how to turn them on. Who knows? Uh, I guess we'll eventually find out. Or this this cover, like most other comic book covers, is completely misleading. Yeah, I kind of hope that next issue, uh, OG Superman just walks out and punches him. Like, then, straight to the chest. Yeah, and he just dies. Yeah, well, I don't know if they quite go that route. It might. We'll you never we'll know. See. You never yeah. know. They love their own curveballs. Yeah, you, Superman's <laughs> a known killer, so I've played... Uh, Injustice. Oh, incredible. God, I love that scene. Yeah, known killer. Very, very cool. Menace to society. <laughs> well, that takes us over to, I think, you, if we're going alphabetically. Well, there's also only two of us, so yeah. That's true. Yeah, it that's it true, yeah. has to be me by default. Yeah. Well, I was hoping you'd skip it, but that's fine. Well, I, uh, 100%, I really wanted to pick Electra this week. Yeah? And then I read this week's comics, and I was like, okay, I'm definitely picking Electra this week. Because <laughs> Electra was great. Issue one was great. And then I had the misfortune, or maybe fortune, of remembering that I picked up Captain America, Steve Rogers, mm -hmm. uh, Hill Hydra. And I was like, well, I got to do my due diligence. Let me read this. And, uh, you know, of course, this is my pick of the week. <laughs> uh, it, is, it is the comic series that everyone hates, but you can't help but enjoy it. It's like a train wreck. God, but you, it's like a really well done. Dream. It's so well done, but like the whole premise is awful, and I hate it. But I can't, I can't not read it, and I can't not enjoy it. So, yeah. all due respect to Electra. Uh, yeah, we're gonna talk a little Hail Hydra this week on my segment. Um, in issue twelve here, we've got a couple different things going on. You've got Steve Rogers now dealing with the fact that he is the director of Shield. 
Right, because Mary Hill yep, was on he's trial. He's usurped Maria Hill. He's been voted in by the World Security Council. Uh, he is the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. now. You've also got, running at the same time, um, Taskmaster and Black Ant, two of our favorite, best-known villains and, L- and buddies. Least known. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they... Last issue had raided a like a shield facility or a Hydra facility basically mm-hmm. and captured video like a video recording of Steve Rogers with the big Hydra tattoo on his chest talking to Red Skull, which is just absurd. Yeah, so like they know they have video evidence that Steve Rogers is Hydra. Yeah. Um. So those are two stories, right? So it starts off and you've got you've got freaking Taskmaster and you've got Black Ant. And they're in, uh, let me let me see if I can remember, the Bagalia, which is like a den of thieves type country. And they've got Maria Hill, and she shows up. And she's like in the sky. She's got like a, a scarf, like a head wrap over, like sunglasses, big aviator sunglasses. Yeah. And she rolls up, and she's like, all right, like what, what did you two idiots bring me all the way out here for? <laughs> and they're like, oh, don't you worry. We have something that we think you're going to be very interested in. Mm. And she's like, all right, well, here I am. Like, <laughs> and she's got her gun drawn on him too. And they're like, listen, listen, listen. Before we show it to you, we're pretty sure this is worth like billions or quite possibly tens of billions of dollars. Hundred billion dollars. Yeah. And Maria Hill's like, you guys know I'm not director of Shield, right? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, yeah. She's like, you know, I flew economy to get here, right? <laughs> like, I, I'm not gonna be able to eat for like weeks because I had to fly out here to see what you you assholes wanted. Oh god. And they're like, yeah, yeah, but this is gonna get you back in the driver's seat. And then when you're there, you're gonna do a little something for us. And she's like, she's like, what do you? All right, what do you? What do you want me to do? And just so I don't get a uh, get the uh, the reference wrong, and I can never remember the War name Dogs. of the movie. War Dogs. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Black Ant's like Black Ant's like, yo, you ever seen the movie War Dogs? Ray Hill's like, yeah. And Taskmaster's like, yeah, you know those two idiots who just like profiteered off of war and like sold arms to the yeah. government and got rich. That's us. We want to be that. We want to be those idiots. Yeah, that's exactly verbatim. They're like, we want to be those idiots. And Maria Hill's like, all right, like, fuck. Like, what do you got for me? Yeah. And they're like, no, no, no. We need this in writing. So Maria Hill's like, okay, we'll reconvene tomorrow night. I'll put it all in writing. You show me what you have. Is she like, going to find, like, a notary in Begalia? Like, I think she's going to go to her, like, hostel and, like, write it on a napkin or something. Okay, that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'll um, work for Taskmaster and Black. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're a, couple of, a couple of fools. Yeah. So, so they part ways. And you've got, uh, you flash over to, you've got Steve Rogers on deck of the helicarrier. Okay. Um, and funny enough, there's a giant, like, android robot, awesome android, tearing up a... Is that his real name? Awesome or... android, yep, that's his wow. name. He's quite big, and he's just smashing up a museum. Um, and, you know, the S.H.I.E.L.D., they're all like, Sharon Carter's there, she's like, we've we've sent out our fleet of Hawkbusters, they'll be there in 12 minutes, they can take care of this, like, what are your orders? And yeah. Steve Rogers is like, well... I'm just going to go down there. That's going to take too long. He's like, I flew the helicarrier here, so I'm just going to jump out of the plane. Right. And so he like suits up. He puts his helmet on. And Sharon Carter's like, you can't do that. Like You're the director now. You, you can't just jump out of the helicarrier. And he's like, oh, not only can I do it, he's like, I'm going down there. I'm going to take care of this android. Also, you nameless guy on computer over there, you better have those like, computer virus reports to me on my desk when I get back. <laughs> See ya. Yeah, and then he just, like, jumps out of the plane. So, like, that was hilarious. He's, like, trying to juggle both roles, and he gets down there in a scrap with this android. Mm-hmm. Um, back and forth, back and forth. He eventually defeats the android. Uh, the museum's totally trash, but, like, 
you know, what are you going to do? He, he defeats the android. Right. Um, you get back to the real meat of the story. Taskmaster and Black Ant. Oh, okay. They're waiting the next night. They're waiting for Maria Hill to show up. And they're like, where is she? Where is she? And out of the shadows, a bunch of Hydra agents roll up with Madam Hydra. who We don't know who that is yet. But right. someone dressed as and calls herself Madam Hydra. And she's like, all right, you couple of idiots, like, you're coming with me. You've got something I need. You've got something super important, and you're coming with me. And they abduct Taskmaster and Black Ant, and they're like, "Oh, come on! Like we were gonna be so rich. Like we were gonna we were gonna get all this money. We were gonna be war dogs. It was gonna be awesome." And Black Ant's like, "I was even gonna buy an Apple Watch." <laughs> and and Madam Hydra's like, do, "Like, do all you care for is money? Like, I'm attempting to do much bigger things. And if you guys would just shut up, like maybe I'll let you be a part of it." Yeah. And and ta- and Black Ant's like. Oh, so you mean like maybe we'll get the gold Apple Watches? <laughs> and Madam Hydra's like, I'm freaking executing these done guys. With this. Like this yeah. is this is absurd. Um, and the big reveal is she takes off her Madam Hydra mask, and it's a lady named Elsa Sinclair, who Ooh. I haven't touched on too much, but also in the story you get some flashbacks to the early days of Captain America, okay. which at this point are his early days infiltrating the world as a Hydra, a secret Hydra agent. So, so he's, he's basically, you know, he's trying to infiltrate the world as this Hydra agent and Elsa Sinclair the whole time has been his connection. She's the lady who brought him into Hydra. She's been one of his biggest supporters in Hydra, like advocating for Steve Rogers to be a more integral part. Right. And she's always referred to as the witch or having some kind of supernatural abilities or powers. And we, we never get to really see what that means. Clearly, she's got something going on because she doesn't look like she's aged at all. Okay. And she is now this Madam Hydra figure who is actively working against Steve Rogers at this point. Interesting. Yeah, so that's why she needed these uh, the footage and also these two guys. Um, so you've kind of got Madam Hydra, so Elsa Sinclair. Yep. You've got Steve Rogers now, and, that, and you've got Red Skull. So you've got three separate Hydra factions all fighting amongst themselves. Yeah. And, uh, and, of course, the comic also ends with Maria Hill showing up. This guy's nowhere to be seen. And she's like, I wasted a whole night writing these freaking contracts. God like, damn it. I, I freaking hate these guys. That's just a fly back on economy. Yep. Was there any indication that there was this third branch until No, just until, until this issue, um, no indicator. So so kind of, uh, kind of interesting. A little spicy. All right. Okay. A little spicy. Good to hear uh, still hailing Hydra. Yeah, always. Well, which always. Hydra now? Who knows? That's getting more confusing. The simple days, you used to just hail Hydra and know, know what that meant, but it's becoming more and more hard. You know what, though? You're right. Like, for a concept that, to me, was just absolutely absurd, like turning Captain America into a Hydra agent all this time with a giant tattoo on his chest. It is quite was big. like, um, okay, how did nobody notice this? I'm sure he's had romantic interests, especially if it was with, uh, what's her face? Sharon Carter. Yeah. Nah, if you can say. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, very cool though. Very very interesting uh, series, especially when you see events happen in like Civil War two, and then it comes back to the yeah. Steve Rogers uh, so cool. comic, and it's like this is actually what's going on. He's all he's doing a lot of behind the scenes yeah. stuff. Yeah, an absolute animal. You uh you want to give us a quick uh, link mentioned what his pick of the week was going to be? If you want to yes. uh, briefly let us know uh, what what he what he had for us this week. Yeah, so he actually picked uh, what I agree is is a very fun comic. Um, it's almost like I get uh, two picks this week. Wow. Because uh, I do agree. It's uh, Spider-Man Deadpool, number 14. Um, they get back on track with the main storyline, which was this new character, Itsy Bitsy, which they named 
was introduced, and she's a clone, but a combination of Deadpool and Spider-Man's DNA. So she's got, like, six arms, is incredibly fast, has Spider-Man's powers, has Deadpool's, like, assassin prowess, you know, okay. whatever you want she's, to call uh, it. She's, like, a hybrid, kind of the best of both worlds. Yeah, but she's also got this mentality of, like, well, let's go kill all the bad people, Ooh. not just, you know, put them away. And it starts out, Spider-Man's in a church, he's talking about, it, it almost looks like he's confessing, right? He's sitting there, he's talking to a priest back and forth um, about how he is conflicted um, because this person is killing in their name, effectively, Okay. because uh, she wears, like, their symbol, so sure. it's actually, like, the half Spider-Man, half Deadpool face, um, and they're always just a little bit too late, and when they are, whoever they were trying to protect, A, is dead, and B... They lose the fight in, like, minutes because she's just, like, an unhinged maniac and doesn't hold back. Sure. Um, and so it turns out that the priest he's talking to is actually Kurt Wagner, Nightcrawler. That's okay. Who I, like, I didn't I realize like was a priest. Yeah, he's awesome. I thought he was more of a pirate, less of a priest. But... Well, in this photo where he's got these uh, swords. swords, it definitely looks like a pirate. Yeah. But he is a priest. Huh. Um, and he... It flashes back to Deadpool and Spider-Man training because Deadpool's like, well, we just got to get better at what we do, then we can be it's a bitsy. Sure. So he calls in Nightcrawler to help them because he's just like, he can poof, he can bamf around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and basically be kind of a wild card in training. So um, they're fighting and, and Deadpool and Spider-Man are kind of going back and forth. He's like, you can't hold back, but you also can't kill because Spider-Man is at this point, he's, he's thinking, like, I gotta kill this chick. Like, she's causing us all kinds of problems. The only way to do it is to kill her. Which is something that, like, with Spider-Man, you never see, right? He's the ultimate do-gooder. He's yeah, yeah. The, he's, he's the Boy Scout, right? Yeah, he's, he's never gonna advocate. He, killing he doesn't somebody. kill yeah. But he's legitimately thinking about it. And so Deadpool's kind of egging him on, like, taunting him. Like, dude, don't do this. You're kind of shitting down the throat of everything that I think uh, makes you great and makes you my hero. Uh, you've done, like everything right this whole time you've saved tons of lives without a single dismemberment gutting or neck snap mm. that's when peter loses it yeah if you don't know why it's because when trying to save gwen stacy he accidentally snapped her neck yeah he probably shouldn't have said that uh spoiler alert no no or, deadpool or, probably yeah, should have exactly. said that so no i'm assuming um, that almost everybody knows uh <laughs> that that is that is the case i don't yeah, think spoil absolutely. it for anybody so anyway uh he just stabs Deadpool straight through the chest and runs him, like runs him through a wall. He's like, that's not a joke, like all this. Um, they continue to fight, and eventually Deadpool keeps telling him, like, you're always finding another way. And before he even finishes that sentence, Deadpool gets his head cut off by Spider-Man. <laughs> he's just like, he's that unhinged at this point. He's wow. that on the edge. He just legitimately cuts his head off. And uh, it flashes down to Deadpool in hell having this conversation uh, with, who is this dude... Mephisto? No, not quite. Um, Weasel. No idea who the hell this dude is. But he had a mask on, and and, um, Weasel's like, yeah, this is all part of my plan. Um, Everybody knows, you know, you used to be a killer and all that sort of stuff, but now everybody thinks you're just this great hero and all that, you're trying to make up for it. But I'm going to make people remember. I'm going to make people remember what an animal you are and all that sort of stuff. And he comes back to life because these little mini demons have... Put his neck back together. Oh, the little nightcrawler demons. Yeah, I didn't realize that was a thing. They're called Bamfs, I believe. They're just little mini Bamfs. Yeah, they're called Bamfs. Aren't they? They're they're Deadpool's, right? They were given to him from his wife. Yeah. Yeah. So the little mini Bamfs 
put them together, and he comes back, and, and Nightcrawler's like, look, your boy bounced, and he's about to make a really bad <laughs> decision. And he's like, how do you know? He's like, well, there's a giant sign he made out of webs that says, do not follow. Wow. Uh, and then the last panel is Spider-Man swinging his webs kind of towards you, but he has these blades on his back. Yeah, the, the dual blades. Deadpool's uh, blades, yeah. yeah, and like holsters and all sort of stuff. Um, and then this shadow of this demon that we we find out Weasel had referred to, like, is kind of clouding his judgment and huh. making him think things that he may not. So we'll see. Um, they say in May's Spider-Man Deadpool, so that means fair March and April's is going to be probably kind of boring. Um, yeah, probably. More filler, but what, what are you two... Uh... Yeah. Oh, you know what? It's actually because the next Deadpool is going to be part of um, Till Death Do Us Part. With Deadpool death. 28 and then Deadpool Spider-Man. What is that? Team. What is Till Death? Uh, I don't know. It looks like a two-part story that starts in Deadpool 28 and either continues or finishes in Deadpool Spider-Man oh. 15, which will be next month. Interesting. So we'll see. I'm glad they're. Cer- I'm certainly glad they're back on the main storyline. It was getting a little boring with the fillers. The Christmas special was fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, with yeah, the, that was the, okay. the Santa Brom. Um, but yeah, glad, glad to see they're, they're making progress on a storyline that was actually kind of interesting. With that, I think uh, it's probably time to talk about a little something that we're all pretty excited about. Near and dear to all of us. Uh, Another unanimous winner of the week. Ooh, yeah. Um, None other than the infamous Iron Man. Um, If you have been our listener for all this time, you know that infamous Iron Man is a show favorite. Yeah, um, every issue. You know that it's probably one of Bendis's best, like, current work that he's doing. Like, yeah, like, out of all, I mean, he's doing a lot of stuff, but this is this is definitely his focus. His focus. You yeah. can tell this is what he's he's pouring a lot of a lot of effort into, um, and this 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 continues uh, mm-hmm. more of the same. Um, we we start out in this guy, and you've got Ben Grimm, Maria Hill on the helicarrier, and Ben Grimm's like waking up in a, in a hospital bed. He's got tubes down his throat. He's like, "What the heck happened?" Yep. And Maria Hill's like, "Yeah, I'd like also like to know what happened." <laughs> and he's like, "Well, I was in left area, in a secret lab." And Maria Hill's like, "And then Doom showed up," and he's like, mm, "Not exactly." Uh, Doom's mom showed up. Oh god. And Maria Hill's like, "He has a mom." <laughs> uh. And and basically Ben Grimm's like yeah she uh she basically made me think that all of the stones in my body had fallen off mm-hmm. and then I was disintegrating yeah, yeah. It was the first question he's like where where are my rocks here like where yeah. do they go and Maria was like I, they can fall off and he's like I, I didn't think so but apparently maybe yeah. he's like I have no idea anymore uh apparently it's like one like the most horrific thing ever like mm-hmm. I guess he literally felt like his body was falling apart yeah and he was conscious through the whole thing Ooh. and. He, he it dawns on him like as he's retelling this story of he's how he's just getting totally fucked up he, he gets quiet for a second Maria Hill's like what like what could possibly be worse oh, than all shit. of that and he's like Doom showed up and also he saved my life <laughs> and, he, and he's like god damn it <laughs> um, so then we some of the best stuff in this issue are um, the interactions between Doom and his mom yeah um Doom rolls in and he sees his mother and he's like, "This, like, who the hell are you? Mm-hmm. My mom's been dead. She was dead. I saved her with Doctor Strange. Then she she's dead again. I haven't seen her in years and years and years. Dude, this has to be some kind of trick. Like, yeah. who the heck are you? And his mom is like, "Yo, take off your mask. Like, let me look at you. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't a trick. And you know, 
Victor like loses it, and they get in this like crazy. They they just start start throwing spells. Really cool art at this point. Oh yeah, um, Alex Maleev just does such a great job. Yeah, this fight is great. You've got you've got Doom who you really get the sense of he's using he's throwing spells out, but also you've seen he's like jetting around with his his Iron Man armor. So yeah. he's got it's like a really cool hybrid of of technology and also spell casting. Yeah. And then you've just got his mom, who's just cool as a cucumber, standing there. Like you, you describe it really well. But um, it's like those big seals, yeah, the seal type magic that you see in uh, the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, almost verbatim out of that. And she's just like, like with a wave of the hand, all of a sudden there's this like shield right in front of her. And and so you see like Doom's like zipping around all over the place, like trying to, pen- and she's just standing there like up. Oh lift yeah up, shield exactly and and the artist is awesome and mm-hmm. you even you get like a a big like pan out shot of the castle like the doom castle and there's just like a magic exploding out of it yeah super cool um and basically as they're having this outward battle they're they're going back and forth saying you know doom's like where have you been this whole time uh, you know if if you were actually alive why did you never why did you wait till now to reveal yourself yeah and his mom goes, well, I reveal myself now because I'm actually proud of you. Um, you are one of the greatest scientists the world have ever known. You're one of the most powerful people. You should honestly be the Sorcerer Supreme of yeah. this realm. And then there's a, there's a funny jab. If you know how uh, what's going on in Doctor Strange Universe where he's really lost control of any semblance of magic. Mm-hmm. So there's a funny jab where, where uh, his mom goes, you know... I, Honestly, I think you should be the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. And and Doom Doom's like, well, you, I, I'm pretty sure I, I am because if there's any kind of like magical crisis, like I'm the only guy right now who could deal with it. So yeah. he's like, yeah, well, I, I think I probably am the Sorcerer <laughs> Supreme. Um, but now, but so so you know, his mom's like, you, you're this, you're this, you're this, but now you're also a good person. Mm-hmm. Like you are now a hero, uh, an upstanding man. And you're trying to better yourself, and it's now because of all that that I have decided to come forward and reveal myself. Right. At, at which point, you know, his mom's like, "Yo, I just, I, just, you know, reveal myself. I want to say, you know, just from the bottom of my heart, I love you." <laughs> Next page, Doom just freaking loses it, like lunges at her again, like, like blasts yeah. her with magic again, yeah. like spells of spells are flying left and right. So, you know, clearly not the right move on her mm-hmm. part. Um, you get another little piece of the story where you see, um, Dr. Pereira, the lady that Doom had abducted and then returned. Mm -hmm. Um, she's at her work at Cambridge and S.H.I.E.L.D., a couple S.H.I.E.L.D. agents roll up and they're like, we really need to find Doom. He's one of the most dangerous men in the world. Like, you gotta tell us anything you know. Yeah. And she's like, come on. Like, he abducted me. I don't know where he is. Like, leave me alone. In the middle of all this, she also gets fired from her job. She's yeah. like, "This is this is awful. Like nothing but awful things have happened <laughs> since Doom has come into my life, and I don't know where he is. Like, get the hell out of here." Mm-hmm. They leave. You know, she's sitting there quiet, packing up her stuff, and then who comes walking? But Victor Von Doom in plain clothes, and he goes, "I'm being." He's like, "Oh hey, like thanks for not you know saying all that, saying where I was and like a bunch of stuff about <laughs> me." And and Doctor Purr is like, "All right, well if you heard all that, then you." Clearly, we're here the whole time, right? And you're also stalking me, so mm-hmm. like, get the fuck out of here. I love. He's like, no, I'm not. I'm not stalking. I just, I don't have a phone. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't have that. So, I, you know, I just, if I have to be invisible and just kind of follow you around sometimes, like, you know, that's that's <laughs> something that I can do. And 
she's on the borderline. She's like, she's like, I've lost my job. My life is a mess. And Doom's like, don't worry, I'll fix it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, don't fix it. And Doom's like, yeah, yeah, I got you. I'll fix it. And she's like, you gotta be freaking kidding me. Like, are you even listening to what I'm saying? And then Doom's like, there's, they get quiet and Doom's like, you know, I saw my mother. Yeah. And you kind of get this, you get a little bit of the sense that even though all of this has happened, there's some part of, of Pereira that still, that has some kind of connection to him because she, you know, she kind of like, she like puts her face in her hand. She's like, like, what happened? Like, tell me what happened. Right. Um, and then, you know, assuming, you know, they get into a conversation, you get some flashes between them, between the fight between the mother and, uh, and Doom. And basically, it kind of ends on Doom saying, I, I've got to figure some stuff out. This character who's been very, like, cool, calculating, always one step ahead of the game, um, is kind of at a loss for words. And sort he goes, tilted, yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's kind of tilted. And he's like, you know, I kind of see now, after talking to you, Dr. Pereira, he's like, that I can't really, I can't fix anything for you. I can't really fix anything for anyone. I, I've got to figure out my own stuff right now because this is a huge curveball. Like, I don't know what's happening. Um, and he kind of jets off from her. Mm-hmm. Doom's mother in the fight eventually goes, you know, I, I can kind of see you're busy right now. This <laughs> you, you, doesn't seem like the best time to have a conversation. Like, we'll, we'll talk later. Yeah. And Doom's like, you freaking don't. Like, I, we are not done here. And she she uh, teleports herself away. Um, and then you get to the, the final three panels, which... The best. You could literally yeah. could have had the front cover... These, this page and the back cover yep. and I'd have bought this yeah so final three panels first panel you've got a cauldron mm-hmm. a big black cauldron it's glowing with like a, a red fire you've got lit candles around it scrolls a knife and a big old book with a pentagram on it very uh, very spooky oh wow and you see Doom flying away from uh, Pereira's office it's like a vision cauldron. yeah like a yeah. vision basically then it pans out and you see um, you see uh, his mom Cynthia you see her standing over the cauldron and Cynthia's looking, basically, like, tracking his movements. Yeah. And then you see, like, there's, like, a disembodied voice, like, from somewhere in the room. And it goes, did you mention my name? And Cynthia's like, no, we didn't actually talk that much. Like, we kind of just tried to kill each other. Yeah. Uh, we didn't really get into, Throwing you know. spell bombs. Yeah, yeah, we didn't really get into pleasantries. So she goes, Family no, bonding. you know, no, we didn't actually talk that much. And in the final panel is, you see this, uh, this figure, this male figure, kind of reach around from behind her kind of grab her neck and then like leaning close to whisper to her and she and he goes i'm proud of you cynthia that could not have been easy it's like a very affectionate yeah like holding yeah so that could not have been easy and then cynthia you know turns around to look at him and she goes thank you reed oh is that him and then that's that's how the issue ends thank you reed reed richards is banging mrs doom yes and also apparently he he's back yeah from being a, a universe building god creature, apparently, that's that's pretty freaking cool. Like you said, if that was the only, if that was the only part of this whole, like if, if this comic was just that, I it was so probably. I bought literally. it twice. Yeah, that's oh. that's quite the twist, and it, it opens up so much of. It's just so cool because old the the title of the next arc that they're teasing is old enemies. Yeah, and that's like perfect. That's you can't summon up better than that. Doom and Reed Richards are always at each other's throats they are the the perfect counter to each other mm-hmm. but normally it's reed on the side of good and doom trying to be nefarious and mess stuff up as far as we know like we don't know what reed's intentions are right we don't we think 
Doom is good now for the most part, or playing good. Who knows? It's interesting. A lot of questions. Why is Reed Richards back? Where is Sue Storm? Maybe just building his own universe was just super boring. Maybe it was. Maybe he's like, ah, you know what the ultimate revenge would be? Banging Doom's mom. A lot of questions. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, it's... <laughs> I'm excited for the next. Like, this this is good because as great... Like, this is the comic where even the filler is great. Um, and, and you've just really... Up until this part, right? Up until issue five, I think I said, you, you've always had this very... It's been a lot of character building yes, for doom for sure. kind of establishing him in this more like anti-hero role where you, you get a sense of his motivations but like i said he he's always in control yeah and he's at no point ever been caught off guard emotional emotional yeah um and this is the first kind of test like the real test for him where this character that they've established is now faced with his mom coming back yep and also his greatest adversary of all time which he doesn't know this yet, but we know that his greatest adversary of all time is also back and working with and sleeping with his mother. So, yeah. okay. Uh, like, sign, sign me up for issue six. I mean, that's a bad guy move. Yeah. That's a bad guy move. I'm exactly. coming back. I'm back, and I'm nailing your mom. Yeah. And, like, even just, like, the imagery of that final three panels, like, y- you know that, like, they're up to no good. Yeah, it's dark, it's red, yeah. there's cauldrons. Yeah. So, <sighs> there's pentagrams. Yeah. So, like... I thought those were okay. I yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that they're. Uh, it, it's some nefarious stuff's gonna happen, and I, I'm for one, am, am super excited. Oh yeah, I mean, when you walked in, I was just like, Reed Richards. Yeah. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, when I, I'm pretty sure Link risked the uh, the plane going down because I think he texted me from the airplane on his way oh, to Ireland. Absolutely. Like, he's back, or like, like I was like, oh my god, you're on a plane. Like what? And then I read it, and I'm like. Okay, yeah, no, worth it. Like, that's yeah. worth it, yeah. yeah oh, my God, he is back. Like, <laughs> ridiculous. So good. Can't wait for issue six. Uh, we're all we're all pumped for it. I love that comic. I love <laughs> that comic. Um, that kind of that kind of brings us to where we normally do a special segment. And, and I think it's only fitting, now that it's just you and I, Mortal Enemies. Oh, yeah, to the death. We to fight the, to the death. Death? Death? Death enemies. Is, mm-hmm. that a, is that a term? Death enemies? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mortal enemies on other sides of the coin. Marvel vs. DC with no one in between to moderate. Mm-hmm. It's only fitting that we kind of hash out a little Marvel vs. DC. A little beef, if you will. A little beef. Um, and and kind of just uh, really let the other person know what really grinds their gears. What really rustles their jimmies. Yeah. When it comes to the other's favorite publisher, um, I've got a couple. I mean, I've got a lot of gripes. Yeah. Most of them are Superman shaped. But <laughs> you don't say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I, uh, I I let me let me pull my notes here. I uh, I jotted down um, what I kind of feel is my biggest gripe with DC, and that is, for me, when I look in the DC universe. And admittedly, they've gotten better over the years. But traditionally speaking, I have a harder time relating with a lot of the heroes in the DC universe. Mm-hmm. I have a harder time relating to them as people, like separating. Like for me, Marvel is people who happen to have powers, and yes. DC is kind of the opposite. It's these larger than life epic heroes who just sometimes try and be people. Mm-hmm. 
So it's got that going on, and I've always found it easier, or or it's been more relatable for me to to connect to the villains of the DC universe. So okay. th- and so that's that's kind of where that's kind of where my biggest gripe with DC is, and I would love to get a uh, get your take on what you think about that and um, why it doesn't bother you, and also why you hate Superman. <laughs> why why you hate Superman? Oh no, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Why I hate Superman? Yes, um, yes. that's always been a pretty. I think common argument, right, is the the villains. Even even for for a, a character as popular as Batman, yeah. the villains are more interesting. And Batman is quite possibly the most relatable outside of having billions of dollars to his name. Yeah, I mean, I don't have billions of dollars to my name, but, no, but if I did, he's just a dude in a suit that yep, looks sure. like a bat. I mean, yes, he's trained his body and he's become the ultimate detective and knows martial arts and all that. Yeah, sort of you know, stuff. I mean, he's got a couple things going. He's got a couple things going yeah. for him. But at the end of the day, you put a bullet in his head. Batman's dead. Superman, like you said, Wonder Woman, like you said, Green Lantern has a ring, whatever. They're super-powered beings that yeah. some of them aren't even from this world. Yeah. My, I guess, defense of it is that when these characters were created, so Superman was like, I don't know, 1933, and you know it was a time after, or during, and before war, like two major wars the world yeah. has gone through. Sure. Um, and comics were originally created by Jewish people. Like, yeah. I mean, it's just how it was. They were, they were, they were the creators, the writers, the artists, um, because they were in a time where they were being targeted and oppressed and yeah. killed and all that. It was a bad time. It was really, really rough. And so these characters had to be these symbols of hope, right? The symbol of like. Something to escape from, something to, to distract from the absolute just nonsense that's going on in the world, which, hey, like maybe we need some new superheroes now to distract yeah, from sure, the absolute sure. craziness. But, so it was, it was a time where they wanted to escape. They didn't necessarily need to be Captain America, because he came on around like 1940. Yeah. Um, that was your average Joe soldier, because at that time you had a lot of people enlisting and enrolling sure. and wanting to fight for the United States and all that. Um, yeah, DC was predated marvel so yeah exactly they, uh they are they are blazing the trail here yeah. yeah and and so you had those characters um but you're right you build a character as strong as superman as strong as wonder woman you're just like well, what the hell is gonna beat the unkillable god king right um but you have to look at the evolution of it right when superman first came out he was fast he could i don't know was it jump really he couldn't fly he could jump he had super strength and i guess i think he could also reflect like he was bulletproof effectively uh, but he couldn't fly. He didn't have freezing breath. He didn't have laser vision. Um, all of that sort of came into evolution over time. Um, it may have been a sign of the times. It may have been he just uh, you know encountered something and they were just like, we'll just give him heat vision. And, yeah, yeah. And like, I mean, he could probably use it. Let's yeah. Get heat vision. He's like he's like the cheat code of the superhero universe. He's just like, let him loose and he wins. Um, but I don't think having a villain base that interesting is a bad thing. I no, think no. having characters like the Joker, who's such like the opposite of Batman, who is chaotic and willing to kill and will kill just to get attention, whereas Batman is very well put together, he's in control, he, he's decisive and everything, um, I think it leads to a more interesting story, but what I really respect Marvel for doing is building a conscience and, and uh, insecurities behind their characters like Peter Parker. Yeah, I think Peter Parker to me is one of the most respected superheroes of all time because he's a kid or was a kid at one point. Yeah, he was like, well, 
Like, I got to do this. Like, yeah, they killed my Uncle Ben, but now I realize I have to use what I got to help prevent this from happening in the future. Yeah, which, to other people, yeah. You know, like, when most people would get superpowers, I think, I don't know, I'd say I'd like to think the majority of people would try at least a little bit of saving the world, uh, but then you have those people that would do the opposite, and I think uh, these characters being such symbols of hope and good and using their powers without uh, any hesitation for the good of mankind or protecting people. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of nice. It was... Um, Somebody was looking out for the greater good. Somebody else was looking out for people when all these other people were trying to do things so terrible. Yeah. And uh, like you said, that's kind of a common a common or like an older an older gripe or an older thing people point to with DC. Yeah. And and admittedly they've they've gotten better about it in my opinion. I still I still personally don't care about Superman sure. or Wonder Woman. Um, but like, I mean, last week I picked Green Arrow as my, my pick uh, of the week. Green Arrow has right? been one of the strongest comics in a long time. So like time. Green Arrow, I mean, I hate Green Lanterns, but I like Hal Jordan. Right. Uh, I, I, Green Arrow has been great. Uh, Batman always is awesome. So like they've done, and I actually even think Wonder Woman theoretically could be really cool. They actually broke down Wonder Woman, like the run that's going, been yeah. going on, they've been, at one point, I think one of the covers was her in, like, um, what are those called? Like, a straitjacket. Yeah. Like, she's been kind of losing it mentally because she's like, well, have I ever really been to Themyscira? Like, was I actually this person? Uh, but she was created, of course, as a symbol for women and yeah. the fight for equality and all that sort of stuff. Um, actually, it was pretty cool. In college, I got to do a paper on the depiction of women as superheroes, and she was a big topic of it. Um, and so it gave a lot of strength to that community, but at the same time... Uh, she was still just unbelievably strong and, and was willing to cut off heads, I guess, in the animated universe. Yeah, because I, like I like that Wonder Woman. I like that Wonder Woman a lot. Yeah. The, uh, the head chopping. Child killing. Child killing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sleeping with Aquaman, killing his wife. Yeah. Wonder Woman is, is an okay Wonder Woman in my opinion. Just opinion. not bad. Yeah. yeah, I like that Wonder Woman. But the thing that DC's been really doing, and you mentioned it too, is they've been getting more inside their heads yeah batman you haven't seen batman this vulnerable mentally true yeah in a long time i mean court of owls took its toll and sure. like you know killing joke of course took its toll and all that sort of yeah. stuff the death of of um tim drake um or not tim drake jason todd i'm sorry and i and tim drake yeah. later uh they took its toll on batman and he's like never again and you see him change and evolve whereas before it just kind of seemed like nothing could phase this dude superman was you know, physically unkillable and, and unharmed. Batman was the mental equivalent of Superman, right? Like nothing affected him. And then you started to see it over the over the yeah. few decades. Yeah. I think that's cool. That is cool. I will I will concede that Batman <laughs> is cool. Yes. Um why don't you uh why don't you let me in on a little uh little gripe you might have with Marvel. Uh I think the Marvel comics have always been really cool. Um, I would agree. To me, that issue where Gwen Stacy dies, yeah, back. was huge. Yeah, that was that was kind of crazy. Yeah, the the failing of a super like you've seen it before, right? But you've never seen a superhero actually in the middle of saving somebody. Yeah, and their action caused that person to die. Where they yeah. might have died anyway. Sure. But there's that glimmer of hope, and they're like, oh my god, I got her, and then she's dead. Yeah. 
so I, I really respect Marvel. They've had some insane storylines. But the only problem I've had, and this is really only a matter of the last 20 years or so, the movie rights. Yeah. The character rights. Um, the separation of the X-Men, Spider-Man. Uh, Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. Um, from the comic universe now. Yeah. So that you had Fox and Sony making those. It was Fox and Sony, right? For both Sony. For yeah, Sony had Spider-Man and I think Fox Fantastic Four maybe. Yeah. And right. Fox I think has X-Men still. Yeah. And to their credit, the original X-Men movie that That Fox first put one out, was not so bad. That was like probably the coolest comic book movie to come out up until then. Yeah, for, for yeah, at it least was a long time. It was, it was quite good. Um, you know, you had Spawn of course too, but that was like the catalyst for a lot of studios being like, okay, maybe we can make something of this. Let's do other yeah. characters. And Marvel was like, well, let's do it better. Um, but that led to Marvel thinking like, well, shit, if we make new X-Men characters, any, any, literally anybody named or deemed as a mutant yeah. immediately belongs to Fox. Yep. So, and then the Fantastic Four, they were like, all right, well, we'll try and do shitty stories, but then we'll eventually just kill them all. Make Reed Richards like an unkillable god king. That or is life. he? Or is he? Um, <laughs> Which is one of the reasons we were him. so excited yeah. about the end of this infamous Iron Man is directly about is, is what you're talking about. They've they've written off founding pillars of their universe yeah. because of this, uh, for for lack of a better word, like childish like fight you yeah. yeah like johnny storms with the inhumans who nobody cares about yeah, fucking humans uh, death in humans <laughs> the ben Grimm, the thing is with shield i guess yep uh reed richards is creating life on planets and, and sue's like next to him i guess well maybe he may have killed her now yeah. he's banging dude's wrong who knows we don't know um but then it leads marvel to create stupid characters like fucking gold balls as gold a new balls. As a new character, it's like, all right, cool, I get it, you can make mutants, just make them so shitty that Fox is never going to use them in a movie. Coming to a theater near you, <laughs> Gold Balls the movie. Uh, I, I'll i never forget, when, like, when they introduced Gold Balls, and I was like, god damn it, like, I, this is where I draw the line. I yeah. Like, I can't, X-Men is one of my... Probably that's like my your go-to. Yeah. That's like my go-to comic. And I when they when they brought Gold Balls in, I basically was like, I'm not gonna read this because it's stupid. Yeah, like they're fucking up the X Men. So I stopped. I'll never forget. Like I stopped reading it for probably a solid year and a half, and I came back. And freaking Gold Balls was still there. Yeah. And in Death of X, no yeah. less. Yeah, like... I was like, I was like, I picked up Death of X. I'm like, okay, okay, let's see what's going on in the X Men universe. And there he was. He was he, even he was like, like, guys, I don't, I don't think I'm supposed to be here. No, and, no, you're not. You're and not. the cuckoos are like, yeah, we agree. I'm like, if Emma Frost is like, put a bullet in your brain right now, I would <laughs> be I fine would, with it. For, I would love it. Like, please, but I'd like, buy that as a poster <laughs> and put it on my wall. Just Gold Balls' brain, like, yeah. just brawl out. Yeah. Um, there's if no anyone can draw, please submit that submission <laughs> to uh, astonishingalcoholics at gmail.com. Emma Frost in diamond form, blowing Gold Ball's brains out. There you go. It will, we will not pay you for it, but... Right, 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 because we have no money. Yes. We're actually in the red. Yes. But uh, there's hope on the horizon, I think. Yeah, maybe. Sony and uh, Marvel are playing nice. Yeah, with... Uh, I mean, you can't do Civil War without Spider-Man, so they've, they've worked out some kind of deal where this Spider-Man movie that's coming up looks to be... Pretty good. Pretty good, and also pretty, collaboration. Pretty so yeah, you know. I mean, I don't know. What do you What do you think? Is there Is there any more? Do you ever see Fox coming around? Do you ever see? It's any... It's tricky because you're right. They're Fox. The big The big holdout is they've got the X Men, mm-hmm. 
and right now it's a huge franchise it it was the like marvel was x-men in like the 90s that's that was the title before Mm. this whole thing went down and like i remember going and they were like if you split it down the middle they were like almost every mutant had their own title yeah like there was like oh this week rogue came out this you know what i mean so like you'd go to the comic book shop and it would be like there'd be like 15 i don't know 15 but there'd be like five x-men titles that came out that week and also five other titles like it it was like a huge portion of their their comic book franchise and then it all fell apart with this and the the big problem is the spider-man movies got to a point where they they got worse and worse and finally sony's like you know we can make more money by collaborating yeah i don't know that fox has hit that point because the x-men name is still such a big draw yeah that that last movie they did, Apocalypse sucked. Apocalypse was pretty terrible. But First Class and Days of Future yeah, Past they, were phenomenal. They were they were pretty good and they made money off them. And even though Apocalypse was bad, they still had um, like they had actors in there. They they still had like the name draw. They got some decent actors, yeah. actresses. People still went out and watched the movie, and the X Men name still carried some weight. So I don't know how easily like they'll be brought to the bargaining table until you, you know what i mean and it's unfortunate because you're right like we're, we're missing out on some great movies we could see like uh avengers vs x-men um you could see even ivx you yeah, death, be of able to x, see. IVX, death of x like, all those could make insane uh, schism like there's a great there's a lot of great x-men crossovers they could do house of m you get like, an x-force series x-force like... would be great so so you're missing out on all that which sucks and also, I'm hopeful. The only thing that gives me hope as a as a fan is out of IVX, they're teasing the return of X Men Blue and X Men Gold, yeah. which is like a throwback to their '90s style, like X Men comic, like ongoing, like two different teams. Yep. And I'm hopeful that if they're willing to kind of, you know, part of me thinks like, oh, these are just gonna suck, like major dick like they're gonna be awful so that they can't be used to make movies right and if that's the case i'm like gonna blow my brains out but the other half of me is like okay if they're revitalizing those like hopefully they're okay or they're good and that means that maybe they've worked some kind of deal out yeah fingers crossed i wonder what what is that franchise worth because marvel with disney has more money than god at this point they do but like again like it, it's oh it's so childish it's almost like a pride thing where fox is like wouldn't like we're we have the rights and we're not going to give them back. Like as long as we can turn a profit, we're, we're going to hold on to these. Mm. And you get into that stupid, it, it pisses me off to no end where you got like, they can't call in the Avengers movie, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver mutants right. or the child of the children of Magneto. They're like, They're Oh, these are weird experiment people. I'm like, go fuck yourself. But they, they, they did that in uh days of future past. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. 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 They're just like, he's like, yeah, I, my dad, you know, apparently my dad could bend metal. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's, it's there. Yep. Yeah. It's so interesting. But uh, I think I think it's only fair that we uh, we close out this very special two-man episode with oh, yeah. uh, a couple pleasantries, a couple niceties. Um, as much as we – I mean, we're both comic book fans, and as much as we're on our side of the fence, um, I, I love all things comics. Yeah. Um, and I definitely – there are some, some stuff about DC that I think – it does better than Marvel. Sure. Obviously, the animated stuff unparalleled. You you can't argue their DC animated universe. Oh, it is. Without equal, uh, incredible. Um, and then they also have some of the most unique characters. Um, I love like if I'm making a list, which at some point maybe we'll do of favorite 
heroes power sets like favorite heroes in general yeah um up there on my list like you're gonna have um shazam i love shazam such a cool concept where he essentially has the powers of a god he has like the superman like abilities and magic and magic but also he's got the mind of a child yep right that's that's he's got like he has a very relatable like flaw and that's that he has no idea what he's doing because he's he's an actual kid it's so funny because like the first time that he meets wonder woman as shazam he's like trying to get her number yeah yeah, yeah. i thought yeah it's absolutely so i love that i think that's so unique you don't see anything like that in the marvel universe and then also um i have a soft spot for zatanna Zatanna is so freaking cool. Yeah. I love Zatanna. Um, she says stuff backwards and makes magic. Like that's so <laughs> cool. Um, I think they should do more stuff with Zatanna. But... I've never known if that's just how magic works in the DC universe. Yeah, I don't know. That's just how she. I, I choose to believe that's how she does it. That's how she does. Because I like I, I picture her like like late at night studying like oh, fuck I don't know how to say this stuff backwards like <laughs> and she's like like just trying like she's like writing stuff backwards like, trying to figure out like okay well like I want to do this like how do yeah. I say that backwards I'm like just trying to repeat it to herself over and over so that in in battle she she doesn't fuck it up. And they're literally just sentences yeah. backwards like make a shield. And it's like okay, right, and cool. she says that backwards but it's like that's so cool to me like they got some real unique heroes that i really really like yeah. and also um again the villains are just so cool like dc does villains better than anyone the joker obviously yeah without without question but like calendar man cow like they even have yeah <laughs> i mean yeah, calendar man you, you know you take it or leave God, it but like but even i think even like some of the more fringe like even their fringe villains like i remember the the last issue of flash where or like currently he's really getting into with mirror master right i mean the flash villains are kind of a joke right but like even the the level of detail they put into some of their more fringe villains like even mirror master's got some depth and like that's like a really powers it's like a really cool power set like you know what i mean like that reflective it's like cool i'll see you later where like marvel a lot of times you just get like i am no name villain man here to to fuck stuff up like i don't know <laughs> but like well like they put a level of detail and they have like a lot of interesting villains so so i will i will say like i have always respected dc for that as well all right um now you have to say something nice uh i will say you like when stacy yeah me too that's so weird you know i wasn't a huge Gwen stacy fan okay, until well, let's move on let's move no, on no, don't worry don't worry don't worry <laughs> i'm bringing it back i'm bringing it back uh, until I really started to to go back and like revisit a lot of the old Peter Parker Gwen Stacy uh, storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you had the Amazing Spider-Man two movie, which with uh, Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy. Yeah, yeah, which I really liked. And then the second one even more because it was that iconic scene. Yeah, yeah, God. And I was like, uh, when I saw they were at that, I tower thought that was very dropped, well. I thought that was very well done. So in, well done. Yeah, I like. Yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, you almost forget that Jamie Fox was Electro. Um, oh, I didn't forget. Never forget. <laughs> Never forget. Um, but my one of my favorite characters growing up was Captain America. Um, he's pretty cool. I don't know why. I mean, he gets joned on left and right. Maybe it's because he's like Marvel's Superman. He's the boy. Well, but you know what? He's not the boy scout. No, because he's, he's kind he's of a Hydra fighter. now. He's yeah. been Hydra all this time. Yeah, but I guess leading up before, you know, they totally. Hailed Hydra. Yeah, uh, he was the you know truth, justice, American yep, way. He, him, he fought him. against the government during Civil War because he's like, there's no need for a registration act. He always stands for what he he has a set of beliefs. Yeah, and come hell or high water, like he's not going to compromise his and, beliefs. And I, I like that, and also that he was like the average guy turned into this hero, and because he was like beat down on and like just shit on his entire life for being yeah 
be he's kind like, of like not a, even mediocre, like below average. Yeah, he, he kind of sucked. He was yeah. a total, total suck. Uh, and then became this like six foot two, two twenty machine. Yeah. Uh, but he never lost the value of like being that kid, that guy. Yeah. Um, I really respect it. I really loved it. And then like, I already mentioned Spider Man, X Men. Growing up was probably one of the the gateway drugs into this. Oh uh, yeah. Because that that series. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I just got uh, one of my buddies, Nate, to to watch that entire series. He's going through it he, right now. Oh, he loves it. He loves it. And like the art was perfect. God. The, everything about that show was I'll, incredible. I'll never forget. He came up to me like maybe a week and a half or two weeks ago, and he comes up to me like, "Hey, hey, hey." And at this point, I knew he was watching through the X-Men animated series. And he's like, and he's never done anything else comic book related. Yeah. And he comes up to me and he's like, hey, hey. And he pulls me aside. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> he's like, I don't know about that Gambit fellow. Oh, I'm like, I'm, like, I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, I don't know about him. Seems like he's got a shady past or something. I was like, this is incredible. So, like, I like we're going to have to have him on the show at some point once he finishes that anime. Because, like. I'd love to have him go through that. You, yeah. you can't, you can't, like. In today's day and age, like to have someone who is comes into it as a complete novice like that, that's like unheard of to have that experience. And I would just love to hear what he thought of it. But yeah. that brought a smile to my face when he's like, "I don't, I don't know about this gambit fella." <laughs> I was like, "Oh man." Yeah, but uh, yeah. So I, I really respect those characters. I think both franchises have done so much for comics in general. Absolutely. I don't. You don't. You don't get to. You don't get a Marvel without DC. And you don't get any of the the awesome stuff that you got from like Image or Boom, I guess, or like Dark you, Horse. Dark Horse, and then you got the whole you got web comics now. Yeah, like the industry has exploded, but you don't get there without the the two main the pillars. Stars, yeah, right? so respect to both of those titles. Mad respect. Pour one out yeah. for um, our fallen comrades. Well, hopefully not. I think he's still okay. I don't know. I haven't heard from him in a while. That, that's true. No, no, he did. He did. I think he lost his AirPods. He texted me this morning. <laughs> um, uh, but hey, we'll see. We'll find out in a few days. Remember, applications being uh, accepted now <laughs> and reviewed at astonishingalcoholics at gmail dot com. Um, uh, that then, takes us to what we're excited about for next week. Our next week one shots. Yeah. Um, wow. Next week. Um, I'll let you go first because I have Oof. to remember what I'm excited for. That is unfortunate. Uh, can we pick four things instead of three? There, there's a decent. I, I will say that it's been like a good, um, a good stretch of um, very expensive weeks. Very yeah. expensive weeks, like good comics coming out. Good comics coming out um, next week. Um, but I do think next week is maybe the start of. I mean, you can only have so many titles come out. I, I think next week, at least from Marvel, when I was looking at it, is more of a down week. Yeah. Um, there wasn't a whole lot that I was really jazzed about on the Marvel side. Um, I know Hawkeye's coming out, which has been great. Kate yeah. Bishop. But, I mean, there wasn't really a whole lot that really got me jazzed. But kind of tying into what I do like about DC, there is a very cool, um, very large trade paperback coming out. Ooh. It's a Zatanna comic. Oh, yeah. Zatanna comic, Zatanna Satara. Uh, it collects roughly about the equivalent of 17 single issues no way so it's a pretty healthy trade um i think it's gonna be the first of maybe two because i think he did i think this run went you know a sizable amount but yeah but yeah i mean zatanna is one of my favorite characters and i i am pretty sure i'm gonna pick up the trade it comes it comes out next wednesday so nice um and it's pretty good like i i'm pretty sure that out of everything that comes out next week 
Um, other than like Hawkeye, like I'm really excited for that trade because um, a character that I would love to see more of. So for sure. All right. Um, it's actually kind of tough because I know there's two comics that I'd love to shout out. One of them, yeah. Link shares interest in as well. Um, but Death of Hawkman wraps up next week. Yes, issue uh, uh, issue six, six right? Yep. Will he die? Yeah, well, I guess we'll find TBD. out. Um, but there's also Batman in the, the Bane. Uh, I am Bane. I am Bane. That's the part three. But I guess what I'm really, really looking forward to is, is Death of Hawkman to see what's going on there. Does he die or does his title does it disappoint? I love the cover art for it. Um, but uh, Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, I like that a lot. And then Link recently came into a comic... Uh, also by Image Comics. Oh, uh, Nailbiter. Yes. Yes. Uh, in fact, he had me he read, read the, entire... the first trade of it. Yeah, and then he read the other 20 And he read all of it, yeah. 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 Um, Nailbiter is about a group of serial killers. Um, yeah. A town that has essentially bred, for the lack of a better word, like every major serial killer for the past several decades has yeah. come from this one town. It's written by uh, Josh Williamson, who, if you don't remember, is writing Flash. And... See the guy who does uh, all those great movie scores? No, I don't think so. Like the Star Wars score? No, I don't think that's him. Is it, he's is way it, is too it? young. That guy's like 80. I thought his name was Josh Williams. So... Maybe, but he's certainly not writing this comic. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. Um, he also did the Justice League vs. Suicide Squad run. Uh, but John this... Williams. John Williams. Yeah. yeah. So not close. Well, I nah, guess Jay nah, Williams. Yeah. Maybe it's but this a... is Joshua Williamson. Yeah. Uh, this is actually Nailbiter's last issue. Issue so, thirty. Okay, that's yeah. a sizable run. Extra sized series finale. Wow. So we'll see. We hardly uh, knew you. And the art by Mike Henderson, as always, um, phenomenal. I've only read one trade, but it was pretty okay. Yeah. But uh, looks like it brings us to the outro. It is the outro. So uh, it's where we usually find ourselves, listener. You handsome bastard. Bottom of a bottle. Yeah, hopefully you finished the bottle at this point. We've actually run longer than we thought we would with just the two of us, but turns out we got a lot to say. Yeah, without uh, that other guy. Yeah, it's the his section was short just because he wasn't involved in it. Thank God. Um, but on the count of three, we will see you another time. One, two, three. Top, Top of the, the morning, morning to ya. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. That's good.